If you're an average player, you want to be left alone, right? Because you want to be able to slide by. If you're a good player, you want to be coached. If you're a great player, you want to coach and tell you the truth every day. Did I hustle on that play? Did I make the right read? Did I play the guy with the right leverage? You want to know every play. Because you know why? They want to be perfect. Everybody here makes a choice to do one of those three things. Welcome to the GOAT Consulting Podcast, a podcast dedicated to people striving to be a GOAT, the greatest of all time, serving it up in a way that you can get it in all stages of life. Hey, I'm Colby Gibbonville, and welcome to another episode of the GOAT Consulting Podcast right here in VCE Productions in the studio. And we are. You see a new table. The players still say the same, but we continue to upgrade. We got some exciting news with a, with a partner. That's going to be with we us. We'll talk about that here in just a from moment. From the Whisperer. That's right. Uh, the, from the Whisperer. But always to my right, wearing his clothing line, the GOAT family of brands, the CEO, the GOAT, the goat Empire. GOAT oh, Empire. My, my good friend, Tyler Burnett, CEO and founder. Thanks for so allowing me to, to be here, guys. You hired, you hired how many people this week? Three. Three people. My wife's favorite. Wife's says. favorite. Keeps growing. And to the left, and you'll notice that he has a T-shirt. We'll talk about that here in just a second. This is a special Mother's Day episode. It is. I'm blown away. All, all the way from Brentwood. We call him the the LinkedIn Whisperer. He is the calming force to our show. John, last name Byers. John. Thank you for that. <laughs> Glad you're here today. Yes. So the shirt says, and I'll read it for our listeners, yeah. the people that are only listening. Where do they listen to the show? The, you know, anywhere you listen to podcasts. You got iHeart, Apple, Spotify. Spotify, yeah, Amazon, Google, yeah, wherever you listen to podcasts, we're there. We're hanging out. Yeah, and, and if you're back at Google, you can also type in www.devdigital.com. Well played there. And what can you find there when you go to Dev Digital? Well, you know they are masterful at converting any idea, concept, business platform into a digital solution. Yeah, they Don't. help free. <laughs> They help create freedom for you as a business owner. Freedom to build. Freedom to build so that you can run your business. Access for opportunities for growth. You know, here, here's great. When, when I met Brian, and we met Brian. Brian um, Huddleston running the show over there. Yeah, you, you know, what I said to myself after talking to him for five minutes is when I think about Nashville, I think about one word, and that's energy. Energy cannot be created. It can only be transferred. And I think about the downtown scene, the music scene. The sports scene, the education scene, the healthcare scene, and what I see is that Dev Digital, if you want to transform the digital piece to your business, which, as we know, is the most critical piece today, is bigger yes, that. absolutely. Is to give them a call. So it is a Mother's Day episode. Well said. Uh, we're excited to be here. John is wearing a shirt. He's always known for his shirts. And this one says, I only love my bed and my mama. I'm sorry. Why would you apologize? Well, that's a it's a line from a Drake song, so you'll have to reach back into your, um, you know, ask know MB. Who that is. Ask MB. She'll she'll tell you. She'll yeah. appreciate the shirt. She but definitely will. Project six one five. Big fan. Although you got to step your game up. You've you've fallen a bit over the last year. I'm really hurt, disappointed by that. But anyways, love the shirt. It's yeah. my Mother's Day shirt. I love it every year. Well, Thank you. And, and your mothers are important, right? Mothers are important, and they really fit in within today. In today's episode, we're yeah. talking about the connection economy. We kind of learned that first connection with our mom. Do we do? I it, mean, from from the 
being conceived. Yeah, the the imprinting that goes on. And speaking of that, if you need some type of marketing piece, if you need some branding. (laughs) Our next partner on the show, Goat Imprints. For some merchandising, give a call to Tyler. Call Mother Goat. It's one of his family of brands. It's the Goat (laughs) Imprints. And so, yes, it does start. The first connection is with your mother. And the connection economy goes from there, right? And so we came across this really cool article. One of the things that we try to do is bring one simple idea and serve it up in a way that you can get it. It's about the stages of life. 20s get in, 30s move up, 40s stay in, 50s you ask, what do you really want? If you want to hear that more expanded version, just listen to a a past episode, one or two. Reach back. And then it's about the goat. And Tyler's got, here's, here's an opportunity. If you're watching via video, via Google, and you can tell me what you think the number of goats are on that shirt. And if you get close to it, which means you got to count and tell me. If you get within five, we'll just send you a free polo. Free polo. There you go. Courtesy of Goat wow. Imprints. Courtesy of Goat Imprints. But what goats do, they're known as sports. It's simple to see. It's the people that elevate other people around them. They're <laughs> Tom rec- Brady. They're recognized for their greatness. The, the first ever is Tom Brady. I, there was a, a piece today on Good Morning America, but I didn't, didn't watch it. I wanted to get here on time. And then also in business... They compete on unique perspective, education, experience, which is what everybody at this table does. It was what our guests do, the guests that we had, Janet Miller. What an incredible story Mm -hmm. on perspective, education, experience. What they do gives them energy. It gives other people energy, and it creates new levels of challenge and new levels of opportunity. Uh, Janet, if you're listening, we appreciate you listening and sharing your story uh, with us in a past episode. We'll hope you go back and look, and we'll hope that you'll reach out to Dev Digital today. The story is about the connection economy, and I think it speaks to um, everyone at this table and how we grow our business and relationships. Absolutely, We found some interesting things along the way, and it comes from the article is about this guy named Robin Dunbar. Robin Dunbar, and he's a behavioral psychologist. He's called the mathematician of relationships. That's what you do, right, at MTSU. (laughs) It is what I do. It is all over MTSU and beyond. Um, but yes, I do. I do teach mathematics, and I do teach relationships. Um, I don't mean to brag, but I made. So, what a happens C. when we combine those together? That's well, what we're well, going to talk about. Yeah, I think we get some really interesting statistics, and I think that you're going to tee us up with some statistics about um, this magic number, which is the foundational piece to that. But before that, let's talk about. Well, we got to share goat. We got to don't share forget. Goat. Don't forget. We got to share goat. I think Tyler's up for his goat over there. I'm not up. Colby's up. All right, well, I'm, I'm going then. Because okay. Gosh, I, I love when you take charge. I love, <laughs> you know, one of, my, one of my favorite series of all time. I'll fight you to the death if you challenge this. But it, I'm not sure there's ever been anything better than The Office. And Michael Scott, who runs The <laughs> Office, is my goat for the day. Michael Scott's tots. <laughs> and he is a great organizer of life and things and friends, which will play right into this as we get deeper into this episode. Mm-hmm. But two things that I've always appreciated that he has shared about friends. He says, make friends first, make sales second, make love third, in no particular order. <laughs> That is a goat quote. And one other thing that I really appreciate, he says, do I want my people to fear me or love me? (laughs) Both. I want them to be afraid of how much they love me. This guy is the goat of people making, keeping friends. Michael Scott, 
I wanna, Nobody better. I hope two things. I hope I work for that guy one day. And then number two, I hope you hire somebody like that one day. Yeah. That would be fun. Maybe that I've is you. I've got one guy similar right now. So. Well, well my, my goats are um, are, are going to be somewhat in alignment with yours. Okay. Uh, my first goat, and I think that you'll be jealous that you didn't think of it, is, mm. is the show Friends. Oh, that's a good one. You know, just think how simple that is. What are we talking about today? I think we're going to talk about friends. Friends. Yeah. Yeah, there's a magic number for friends that he's going to talk about in this connection economy. So, Well, uh, that I, show would would say how many? How many of them were there? Were there five, six? Uh, too many to count. Okay. Too many to count. I that, think there were a total of six in the show, which plays right into, again, what we're going to— Who, who well is said. your favorite friend? I think you know who mine is. Oh, wow. I don't know. I mean, who was yours, Jennifer Aniston? Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. She's my favorite. Still is today. Still is my favorite. Yes. I agree. Still is today. And then my second goat is the one person that appreciates my weirdness, that uh, appreciates my humor, that uh, has always been there with me uh, in the ups and downs, and that's my friend and wife, Katie Jeepenville. Oh, didn't know where you were going there. Yeah. You yeah. had me nervous. Yeah, so... Uh, well, I'm going to go away from a person. Yeah, okay. Since you guys are going away from a person. Okay. And uh, it's the episode of movies, Bad Boys. Oh. With Will Smith and Martin Lawrence. <laughs> God, I love... To dig deep I, here. I love them to <laughs> yeah. death. And, and I, Martin Lawrence is my favorite actor. Wow! And just the way he can because you were an avid Martin watcher. I love Martin. Blue Streak. Blue Streak is my favorite movie of all time. I Uh, love him. And I just I love how he can be so serious and then so funny. Absolutely. And how him and Will Smith in that episode are just so tight through the ups and the downs, like both of you talked about. And uh, I just love the guy. He's a goat. He's a goat. He takes all those average actors. In the show Martin, and makes them all look really, really good. Who my, is the neighbor? What's her name? <laughs> with the hair? God, I want to live by her. My and probably favorite, at least for a few days. My favorite but. Martin line is when he says, "My money's funny, and my credit won't get it." <laughs> <laughs> there's a there's a ton of different things. But, good job, good job, Martin. I but love, I love Martin Lawrence. But all those, okay. all those, yeah, all those are goats. They're, they're great goats to kick off today. Today it's about the connection economy. And before we talk about the connection economy, let's talk about the other economy that we live in, which is the knowledge economy. And the knowledge economy commands two things. No one understands your value and put yourself in a position to use it. That's what we are commanded to do from Drucker, who has a really keen idea about how to create value for other people. And along with creating value, how you create value for other people is this idea of how you build relationships. Jerry Maguire said it best when Dickie Fox said the key to this business is personal relationships. And so we're always looking at the intersection of brands and relationships, the GOAT brand and relationships. Yep. And, and so we found this really cool article around this idea of connection. And the question that it asks is, in the article, how many friends do you need to be successful? And I think you three. Have, I think you Two. have some some insight <laughs> on that. Well, Dunbar tells us it's one fifty, which I really struggle with, Robbie. Uh, you know, I, Robbie Dunbar. I shortened the <laughs> I can see you. Uh, you guys were confused. I go by there. either Colby or Corey. Robbie, Robbie Dunbar. Robbie Dunbar. I, I'm not sure I can get behind the the 150, but let me just lay it out as he puts it, and then we can. Well, he says that's the magic number. Okay, so what he 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 breaks them down in four segments. He says your regular friends, 
which I don't know if you want to tell them that they're just a regular friend, but they're in the 150 bucket. These are the guys that you meet at weddings, at school, and so on. Then, then up under that 150, or maybe if you're looking at a pyramid because he ranks them, you've got your good friends. That's the 50 crowd that you would invite to a birthday party, but you wouldn't necessarily invite them to a dinner party. Yeah. Then you've got your supportive friends between 12 and 15 people. These are the folks that would be distraught if you died. Mm. So, I mean, I, My mother. I, I feel a little sad that only 15 people might be distraught if I died, but nonetheless. Um, How many did you want? I don't think my kids fall into that bucket. But then How many got, did you want? I'm just curious. What what would the number that make you feel well, okay? Well, I don't know. I mean, how many people on earth? <laughs> I don't know. It's, so you, you've got the I intimate bucket, answer. which sits at five. And these are the folks that would donate a kidney for you. Now, those explanations is how Robbie, Robbie Robin Dunbar puts it, not necessarily our our take, but I want to get some feedback from you guys because I'm not sure I'm on yeah. I'm on board with all this. I, I kind of see the intimate friends. Well, let's let's know. take it from a different perspective. Let's take it from the 30s and the 40s and the 50s, right? I mean, that's part of the frame that we use here. Tyler, your life has changed dramatically in 18 months, two years. Well, how do you see relationships and friends differently than you did? A year ago, two years ago, what is the magic number for you? What part does do friends play in, in, in how you create your own success? Dunbar says the magic number is one hundred and fifty. What says, what says Tyler? What says the punt, pass, and kick champion? champion. I don't know that. I don't know there is a number. Okay. Um, but uh, take that, you're, Robbie. You're getting better and better. I'm trying to think. I, I'm trying to think we about. We can take that anywhere. I mean, one hundred fifties is is a lot. It's a lot for sure. Um, I think it just matters on the level of relationship too. So that's more important to you. I I think it's, I don't know that you necessarily have to have everybody that wants to donate a kidney because you only need a couple or you only need one. But <laughs> see, I guess you really only need. We gotta have a match, so maybe maybe, maybe there's one only match. So hopefully, one of those five are a match. Otherwise, you're out of luck. That's right? gonna become a new question. So, what is your blood type? Yeah, you qualify to be, you qualify to be my my intimate friend, Colby. I would like to get deeper with you in case I needed a kidney. Uh, here, oh, positive. Here, here's one thing I I do agree with in the article and in life, and I think we all probably do is that we are wired for connection like we we are wired to connect with each other like we we can't do it alone and i do think we can't do it with just that as as dunbar puts it that regular 150 is so meaningful and important that we have that supportive and intimate friend group more so than than we have the 150, I believe. Yeah, I think it's about the team, right? It's about the nine the nine positions on the diamond or the five positions on the court. You need you need people who see things differently, who yep. react differently, who who think bigger, who think smaller. You know, I think you need a a good diverse group. Well, it's about the community, right? We talked about that in one of the earlier episodes. How I think the episode about how we build confidence. It's and part of that is community. Community and connection. And and one of the things that I read and just kind of prepping for this episode is that people who part of the research that Dunbar unpacks is he he finds just these random facts. And so here's a couple: people who sang in choirs together have higher pain thresholds. I believe that. 
And okay. I sang in choir throughout my entire high school experience. Oh, my God. Couldn't oh, imagine. wow. I wished I'd done it my whole life. We need to talk more about I that. I wanted to be in musicals, and I was too scared to do it. Keep, somebody save that God, soundbite. how fun would that be? Somebody save that soundbite. If that's what you want. Wars. Wow. Well, here we go. Star Wars. Next. <laughs> the, the other fun fact, besides Colby's a choir boy, um, is that conversations involving four or more people are unstable. Hmm. And we'll usually split into two, which is why there's just three here hey, at the magic table. Interesting. And, and what is the song? Three is the magic number. I'm not it's, sure that's how it goes. Funny that, that is exactly how it goes. One is the loneliest number. That's yeah. how it goes. It's funny that you Jack, say that. three is the magic number. Uh, according it, to Dunbar and yes. Conversations. Yes. It's funny that you say that because I was watching a... So um, I don't know if you've been to Paris yet. I have. And uh, Cool Springs. Yep. Perry's is an incredible restaurant. I'm calling James. Um, well, oh, they're different, but they have an incredible— you got to go there on Mondays because Urban Grove is not open on Monday. Well, on the, the pork chop at Perry's is—I I never thought anything could compete with Urban Grub, but you no. got to get the pork. You've got to no. get the pork chop. Have you had it before? No. Well, you need to get it <laughs> Yeah, then. seriously, you do. Okay. And uh, they cut it into a few different cuts— and then you have some applesauce with it, kind of like the peach herb. I'm trying grub. to embrace it's, curiosity more in my life please. rather than just yeah, yeah not just know, to eat it just learn, to pr- not just to eat to it grow, just to prove, you learn know, to grow my beliefs and not affirm them. You know, one of the things that I think we do early on in our careers, and, I, and when I think about information like this, I think that's what people the practical takeaway is. I think that early on in our careers, we have this phenomenon that happens in our career called excessive individualism. And what I think happens early on is we say. I'm going to show you world, and I'm going to do it all on my own. I know I did that early on in my career when I had something to prove to somebody else, to the world, and I took it all on my shoulders, and I tried to do it all on my own. And that is in a very, very exhaustive way to live your life. At some point, you wake up and realize that collaboration is what makes stuff great, and the key to greatness is collaboration, and then Finally, you come to the realization about what Dickie Fox says is that the key to the business is personal relationships. Well, and so let's talk about continuing down that path of practical, right? Like how, what what takes a supportive friend, that 12 to 15 group, into the intimate circle, right? The, the five-person friend group. What are the... Is it, is there a certain action? How do we become that for somebody else? Like, what what is the practical there? Man, that's a great question. It does take me back. I think to what, it's that just that, you know, you just meet somebody, you just have that internal feeling. It's just like this feels right. There's got to be. It's got to be a big part of it, right? When you meet somebody, you're like, you know, I feel that connection. You you've just got it in you to where you talk to somebody and you understand how they how they think, and I think some of it's just internally that I don't think you can grasp. I don't think you can put words to. But I think Janet Miller might might say you can put some words or some language around it, where it, it's the, I'm going to get to know you, and if you really do, there's a lot of mess in there, right? Like there, we all have this messiness about us. I'm going to get to know you, and I'm going to love and care for you and see you in spite of all those things, that may not be the right word, but I'm going to love you anyways. Maybe that's that's it, I right? think there's got to be at least a little initial connection to then want to go to that next step, I guess is what I'm saying. 
that level of vulnerability. Yeah. I, I think for me, too, it's about shared values. There's got to be something about the story when you connect with them that feels right to you in terms of the values that you share. I think that's part of it. What are the values you have that, that say this is what makes me get up in the morning and go out and get it done? And do they share those same kind of values, those same kind of interests, those same kind of opinions? And in the world we live in today have different opinions yeah, and different interests. But we Make know- friends, make sales, make love, yeah. Michael Scott. <laughs> I'm all in. <laughs> you you really hit it out of the park there. <laughs> I mean, you really did. I, I, it makes me think about um, it makes me think about the different relationships that I've had. So, how have your relationships changed since you've you've decided to step away from a typical American career path, which is working for? I think it was. I think we mentioned income. we've mentioned it before, but I think it was everything I was trying to do is always prove myself. Mm-hmm. Excessive individualism. Yeah, and now I'm trying to improve, and the the relationship is different. The I'm asking more questions now than just, hey, look at me, I do this, and I can do this. I'm trying to really absorb, hey, you're 50, you're 55, whatever the case may be, you're 40, or you've done this or done that. Like, how'd you get there? Yeah. How did it happen? And really just truly trying to learn more about them instead of me proving what I can do. Because I don't think you can really help somebody if you don't know where they're at and where they've come from. And instead, before, I didn't even, wasn't even trying to listen to their story. I was going to tell them why I was the best person they could work with. Yeah. And, and now I'm really trying to understand where they come from and where I come from and how we can merge everything together in one. Yeah, and, and I think it's grounded in, in empathy, right? Mm-hmm. And as we start to kind of bring this idea of the connection economy to the close and land the plane, I think— I think about four questions and bring some practical ideas around this this conceptual big piece, big picture. I think four questions when you think about building relationships or with others are number one, where are you from? Right? Mm-hmm. That's one of the first things when you connect with other people is to know where you're from. And, and why is that important? Why do you think that's important in understanding where people are from? What do you think? I think it's their story. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's knowing. Yeah. There's something embedded in there that's that's meaningful for that connection. Yeah, I'm from Mobile, Alabama. It's the birthplace. We, oh, we, we know. Birthplace yeah. of Mardi Gras. <laughs> I decided early on that I wanted to either. You can either. I'm just glad you didn't say it was the womb of greatness. It <laughs> is. You can either sit on the sidelines, sit in, sit on the sidelines of the parade, or you can get in the parade itself. Right. So where are you from? I think number two, the second question we look in the connection economy is what do you believe? What do you believe? Shared values. Getting clear about that belief system and aligning yourself with other people in terms of what they believe. Let's say Tyler and I start a business and we start a business together and we start working. And Tyler wakes up one day and says, you know, I don't believe that it's about grinding it out. I believe that it's working, working smarter. I believe that it's it's leveraging relationships. I believe it's my money working for me. And I'm saying, no, I don't think so. I think you got to grind it out every day. If we have misalignment in the things that we believe, the commitment level goes down. Mm-hmm. So understanding what each other believes, I think, is important in how you build a relationship. Well, and I'll, as, a, as a personal vulnerable example, I mean, Tyler and I chatted a few days ago. We kind of – I was having some feelings about some things that we – we just needed to talk about. And I called him and we, we worked it out. And I said, Tyler, with any other relationship, 
I guess what I was really saying is that that regular relationship, I would have probably just bypassed this, but we can't do that. But because, you want to give me a kidney. Because I would give you <laughs> both my kidneys, all three or four of them, however many I've got. And I and I think that's that's a meaning that falls right into what old Robbie was talking about here, right? Is that I can't just like I want it was a vulnerable moment for me because I was essentially saying, look, you're not in this regular friend group. I mean, you're more than that. And we've got to talk about it. Yeah. Absolutely. And your we response to that was? I'll donate my kidney to you. <laughs> well, <laughs> and what it, what no, it, it was just... is like we, 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 are, we, we are wired for connection. We desire and need belonging. And that intimate friend group is one in which we can show up as exactly who we are. Messy, mistakes, the guilt, the shame, the flaws, and still be welcomed in because yeah. of those things. And I told you that. I told you I made a mistake. You know, I told you I made a mistake. I wish it wouldn't have gone down like this. Um, and I think we can both move on, and hopefully, like we Absolutely. talked about later, we can just laugh at it and go, do you remember that stupid conversation we had and how much we've both grown since then or whatever the case may well, be? But I'm in, I'm in a unique time right now uh, yeah. with, with the growth and— I've never, I never, when people used to tell me, man, I, and they call me back the next day, I'd be like, you son of a gun. Why couldn't you call me back? Yeah. And uh, maybe they, maybe they just played it off or maybe they were really that busy. But, you know, some days I'm that busy to where, you know, it's almost like, well, do I pick my family and the kids when I'm out there or do I make phone calls? And I'm in that weird time right now where I'm trying to transition from just the complete grinder from 5 a.m. till, 10 p.m. Till you fall asleep. To try to transition into be dad at home instead of yeah. goat turf CEO, or goat turf owner, and mm -hmm. goat imprints owner, and, and and goat sports. And I'm trying to transition into that because I don't just want to be really good at business. I want to be a great father. I want to be a great friend. And I'm seeing some of that slipping, and that's why I've invested in the Sprinter. Yes, because right. I Always want to get back to the Sprinter back because to because I want to get more time. And I don't want to sacrifice my performance on the business, but I want to get, I want to improve my performance as a father and as a friend. Well, and what I heard you say is that you, you want to perform at such a high level that that everybody can win. Absolutely. And, and I think that is so true for who, who you are in terms of what you believe. The third, I think, is what matters to you. If you want to build in the connection economy, getting clear about what matters to you, what matters to me. What matters to you in both business and life is so important. And I think the most important question in the connection economy and how you build friends intentionally is, or unintentionally, is if you really want to know somebody, ask them about their relationship with their parents. Hmm. If you ask them about their relationship oh, with their parents, that's a great question. they'll tell you exactly who they are as a person. And what, what does it tell you about my parents? <laughs> well, it, no, it's not about oh about your parents. What does it tell you about? It, it's about, about me. you. Yeah, what does you, it tell you about me? Well, I think your relationship Besides, with be, Steve. But Steve, that, yeah, that, you that, understand that half of it. But yeah. The, your, what about with the your, other half? Well, well let's. Well, you want to talk about it today? This is not the time. Let's, <laughs> let's go right now. <laughs> so I think I think it's that's been a very it. unique relationship over the last six months that has been you know, extremely you know difficult. What, do you know? Do you know what it makes me? T it makes me what I know about you based on your relationship that you told me with your mom, is that it's extremely important for you to love someone and be loved. Yeah. That's what that's what's I take away from that. 
Wow. I just want to be understood too. Well done, you know, the, the biggest thing that uh, the biggest thing that I, I do on every day, and you know this as much as anybody, is that I want to provide an opportunity for more people. That's right. <clears throat> the goal for me is not to make as much money as I possibly can. Although I, I hope that's part of it, right? I mean, yeah, because the I'm, more the more money you have, the more opportunity you have to help more people. Yeah, I mean, well, it'd be a hobby and not a business if you weren't making money. Exactly. So you know the. The thought right now behind that all I care about is money is is me just not being understood. So I th- yeah, I think all you really care about now, and all you can't stop thinking about, which I'm excited about, is the sprinter, <laughs> and and we're excited about that. We need to sprint to the finish. We we are sprinting to the finish right now. <laughs> you know, I want to thank our good friends over at Dev Digital. Yes. And, um, and our, and our uh, fellows here at VC Productions. Yeah, the VC Production Group. Uh, e- even though it does feel like it may be uh, 87 degrees in here, we're still having a, <laughs> a whole lot of fun. Um, if you get a chance and, and you want to transform the world and change the world in a powerful way, and you need to do that in the digital world, which how else can you do it today if you don't yeah. do it in the digital world? I think give Brian Huddleston and, and, and that group a call at devdigital.com. Yep. Um, for, for John Byers uh, and Tyler Burnett, uh, I'm Colby Jubenville, and this is the Go Consulting Podcast.